Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Mark today. We've been talking about the importance of church membership. And I want to read a, ver- a couple of verses in Mark chapter 10 and verse number 42. The Bible said, Jesus called them to him and saith unto them, Ye know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and their great ones exercise authority over- upon them. But so shall it not be among you. But whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister. And whosoever you will be chiefest shall be a servant of all. And listen to these words. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. To minister, to be an attendant, to be um, a waiter, if you would. A servant is basically what it is. And we've been talking about church membership and we've talked about quite a few things i think this is maybe the sixth um podcast in a row we've talked about the importance of church membership and i've just been given some thoughts about being a member of a church listen to these verses first corinthians sixteen 15. i'm interested in the word ministry today or service i beseech you brethren you know the house of stephanus that is that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. And Colossians chapter 4, verse 17, Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou, sh- that thou fulfill it. Now, here's the thing. We know what we call the church, the ministry of the church, the ministry. Preachers say they want to go into the ministry. The first time you find the word ministry is in... Numbers chapter 4, and it's in reference to the uh, the Old Testament priesthood. The Bible said they shall take all the instruments of ministry wherewith they minister in the sanctuary. Now, that's the first time it's ever mentioned, ministry. And first mention teaches you some things. If you, if you go to Bible college and learn homiletics and hermeneutics and how to study the Bible, how to preach a sermon, how to teach a lesson, First mentioned principle is very important. So what is, what is it teaching us here, the word ministry? Well, it shows us, one, that God wants coordinated ministry. He wants unified ministry. The Bible said they shall take all the instruments. And then God reminds us that it's not just coordinated instruments, but it's common in- instruments because the Bible says all the instruments. So there were small ones, there were large ones, there were expensive ones, there were inexpensive ones. And then the third thing you find in this first mention is where it's supposed to be done. It's in the church. And so you've got coordinated ministry, you've got common ministry, and you've got church ministry right here in this passage. That is, that it's to be done in the sanctuary. It's, it's in the house of God. And so uh, our ministry... Is, is, is individual, but yet it is also collective. 
is, you know, the members of the body. We've talked about that in the last few podcasts, how every member of the body has its own purpose. My finger is the servant of my body. My eyes are the servant of my body. My feet are the servant of my body. The whole body working together, but each individual member has its own service in my body. And the first 15 or 20 times that you find the word ministry in the Bible or minister, and a few times you find uh, all but just a few times you find it being done by the priest or in the holy place. The Old Testament priests were called ministers. Now, ministry is something you do in church, in the church, not necessarily a church service, but in church for God. And by the way, we have services. Our church has Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night services. Can I say something right here? Those are not services. That's worship. Services are what you do outside of Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And without a doubt, ministry can be anywhere and can involve a a large variety of service. But I'm telling you, in the church age, according to the Word of God, the New Testament, the ministry is to be done in and through the local church. And that's why it's so important to have a membership with a local church is because you need to get connected to a local body where you can serve the Lord. Uh, in Colossians 4.17, Paul is encouraging this na- man by the name of Archippus to, to, to get involved. He said, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Now, here's the truth. And I don't want you to miss what I'm getting ready to say. The truth is this. There are two types of people in the church. There are two types. There are those that want to be ministered to. And then there's those that want to minister. And if you're going to be a part of the church, you're going to be one of those two people. There are some people, they are there to get what they can. And then there are others who are there to give what they can. You ought to really do an inventory on your own life in the church. Are you a part of the church for how you can be ministered to, or are you a part of the church for how you can minister? And the text we read at the very front, even, even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Well, I want to be like Jesus Christ. Well, Do you want to be ministered to or do you want to minister? Because if you're like Christ, you have graduated from being ministered to and you have now started your own ministry. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to be ministered to or ministered unto. It's not saying that, you know, you're self-sufficient. What it's saying is that your life is about others and not yourself. Oh, yeah. And you'll be ministered to, but that's not your goal. Your goal is to minister, and in turn, you're going to be ministered to. I'll promise you this, given it shall be given. If you pour your life into others, others will pour their life into you. But this person that is just all about what they can take and what they can get, and and uh, the, old, the old-time preachers used to preach, if every church member was just like me, what kind of church would my church be? 
And, and I agree with that. If everybody's taking and nobody's giving, then you're going to have a problem. Eventually, the well will run dry. The, the river will dry up. The bucket will be emptied. And so we need to really do an inventory on our lives. What, are, what is our focus? Is our focus to be ministered to or is our focus to minister? Um, I think this is a pretty good quote uh, out of Mark 1.13. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beast, and the angels ministered unto him. Jesus did not come to be ministered to, but as he was ministering, God ministered to him. Now, it's, it's, it's important. Colossians 4.17, listen to these words again. Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. If you look at ministry, what meant the, the importance of being a church member is being involved in the ministry. It is a godly thing. It is. It, it is something that is given to us from our Savior. It is a Savior thing. Thou hast received in the Lord. You need to understand that what you do in the church and what you've been called to do in the church is a, is a matter of our Lord's interest. God is interested in what you're doing in his name. He's the one that needs to be pleased. He's the one that's got to be glorified. He's the one that's going to be handing out awards and rewards at the judgment seat of Christ. And so it's a savior matter. It's a stewardship matter because he said, which thou hast received. Every talent, every gift, every ability that you have, it was not, it's not something you did. It's something God did. And you're going to give an account to the Savior for your stewardship with what you've received. And then it's a service matter. It's a Savior matter. It's a stewardship matter. But it's a service matter. Take heed that thou fulfill it. I want to fulfill what God called me to do. I'm not talking about just being a pastor, being a preacher. I'm talking about as a child of God. I don't want to get hung up on being ministered to. I want to minister. And I'm telling you, if we could fill our churches with people who had that mentality, you want to know what the importance of church membership is? What can I do to make this ministry greater? What can I do to make this church greater? What can I do to make the services greater? What can I do to help the Sunday school department? What can I do to help the finances? What can I do in the area of prayer, in the area of soul winning, in the area of missions giving? Not what can I receive, but what can I give out? And that word fulfill, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. That word fulfill means to, to make it filled, to fill it to the fullness, to abound, to to supply liberally, and it's work. It's a labor. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. It's all not always fascinating, but it is fulfilling, and there's a sense of accomplishment when you know you've done something that pleased the Lord. Ministry. That's what we need today. Somebody that say, I'm not interested in, in, interested in being ministered to. I'm interested in ministering. And I'll tell you one way you can minister Today, you can go out and be salt and light. You can go out today and illuminate and purify the world around you. It's dirty. It's dark. It needs you to get in the ministry. I'm not telling you to surrender to preach. I'm not telling you 
uh, to surrender to the mission field. If God wants that, he'll let you know. If you're right with God, you'll hear it. But I'm talking about getting involved, not to be ministered to, but to minister. And go out today and be salt and light. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. Tomorrow, I'm going to get up, pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go out and make a difference in the world. I'm going to go into the ministry. I hear people talk about part-time ministry, full-time ministry. I've been in, if you want to use that terminology, I've been in full-time ministry now almost 30 years. Full-time ministry. I love it. But I'll tell you something. You're in full-time ministry too if you're a child of God. Where did we ever get this idea that just because we don't uh, work, and I'm using quotations in my hands, work for the church, that we don't work for the church. You're in the ministry. You're in full-time ministry. Anybody that's in part-time ministry is not right with God. And if you think I'm talking about someone that works a job and pastors a church, you're so far off. I'm talking about we need every child of God to be in the ministry full-time, even when they work 40 and 50 hours a week at a secular job. You still need to be in full-time ministry. Some people's just going to be on the on the on the salary at the church, a pastor, a, uh, an assistant pastor, a, a, maybe a, a the choir director, a youth director, secretary. But full-time ministry is not just for those that are paid staff. Every child of God needs to take that and say, if this church is going to be what it needs to be, I need to be in a full-time ministry. I need to be in the full-time ministry. I need to be constantly seeing and saying, what can I do to help this church? Hey, don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.